following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Chapter 2 of Anime Made Me Do It. We are your hosts. I am Tyler. This is Aaron. And this week, uh, we're going to go, we're going to free ball this week, you know. Uh, There's a lot of news this week. There is a, a lot of lot. news. Um, so a majority of this episode actually might be news, to be quite honest. Um, there's been a lot of stuff in the last week that came out. Um, Announce it, announcements and... Uh, it's E3 week, so there's stuff like that going on. Yep. There's a lot of stuff going on in the entertainment in general. Um, I got the picture you sent me. Uh, you want to pull up the first link? For sure. All right. So, I mean, do you want to start at the, at the top? Sure. We'll start at the top. Uh, the first thing that, that uh, we got on our list of news is about anime's Mount Rushmore. So this has been a hot topic on Twitter and uh, Insta and all that. Yeah. And there seems to be a, a fairly consistent thread that people have on their their top four. Mm-hmm. You know, it's your it's your Goku's, your Naruto. So this Luffy is Luffy from One Piece. So this is uh, you only sent me the screenshot. So is this? And I'm not on the Twitterverse, even though I should be. I, I have the the Twitter set up for this. If you want to follow us on Twitter, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we're on Twitter. Uh, we'll link that at the end. Instagram, Instagram, Facebook. Facebook. All that. Um, but I'm really not on Twitter enough to see like these debates. I should be. Maybe I'll start looking more. Um, but is the Mount Rushmore, is it just like the main characters of series, like the Mount Rushmore top it's, four? It's like the top four. I mean, I guess it'd be like your Mount Rushmore for anything, for sports, any of that. Gotcha, gotcha. Who are your top four most important characters in any anime? Of all time? Of all time. Um, I mean, I guess what's, who's your George Washington? So we'll work from the top to the, you know, from left to right. The actual Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so I'd say Goku. Yeah, I, I mean I Goku that's is that's probably the, the Goku is probably one of the number one most recognizable anime characters ever. People who have no idea what anime is don't watch it, don't read manga, don't do any of that. You show them a picture of Goku, they're gonna know who it is. A hundred percent. Number two, I'd say Naruto. I'd, I Probably. think that makes sense too. Yeah. You know, he's he's also one of those characters. I mean, if you look at the popularity of anime, Naruto is one of those series. There's a bajillion episodes. That's why they keep making sequel series. It, yeah. People love it. I've we've discussed it before. It's not my favorite. I'm gonna keep trying to get into it, but yeah, I'm not gonna debate because just because I don't love the show, that Naruto is not important. It deserves to be on the list. Yeah. I think he does, by far. Um. I feel like we could just do a whole episode on this, to be quite honest, especially if we got a guest on here. We could probably argue, like, the most influential main characters. Um, yeah. 
I don't want to just stick with like I. All right, so I can see I see what this article is like trying to say now just by looking at the the headline. It's uh, anime's Mount Rushmore sparks debate over Ichigo. Ichigo is the main character of Bleach. Bleach, Bleach. is one of the uh, big three from the original big three, that being One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. Um, so I, that just makes sense. You know what I mean? So like, to so, have him in there, it makes sense to have him on there so, and Luffy from One Piece. So, yeah, yeah. So I get that. Um, but I'm not going to throw Ichigo. I love Bleach. Bleach is probably – it's in my top ten. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, we discussed that. Yeah. Um, but I'm not going to put him in my Mount Rushmore, to be quite honest. Um, I would hesitate to even put Luffy in there. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, see, I think I think One Piece is too important to the landscape of anime that it's it's too hard to not have him on there. I could agree with that. So maybe I would throw him on there. So we have Goku, Naruto, Luffy, and then that's, I. That's and that's the that's the thing that keeps coming up is who is that fourth slot. I know. Who is it for you? Ash Ketchum. Oh, shit. So. Ash Ketchum is, like, another one of those characters where everyone knows who Ash Ketchum is because I feel like our entire generation, which is a huge generation of anime watchers, anime or or Pokemon players, whether it's the uh, trading card game or it's the video games. Ash Ketchum and the show, is, dude. is recognizable. You show you show a parent or a grandparent Ash Ketchum from the late nineties, early two thousands. Pokemon kid. It's the Pokemon guy. Yep. <laughs> so I feel I feel like Ash Ketchum is iconic, to be quite honest. Does does Pokemon I yeah, I think where I didn't even think of that as a possibility, but now that you say that, that makes a lot of sense. Because to be quite, Pokemon, it, it's still relevant, super relevant. So, dude, it's, it's like we have I, two games, two games coming out later this year, and another one coming out early next year. Yeah, it's super relevant. Not only is it relevant, but it's just one of those like, um, like Dragon Ball Z goes through generations. I mean, you have Dragon Ball Super that's still coming out. You have uh, Naruto that's staying relevant with. I mean, you have the original series, you have Shippuden, and you have Boruto now. Yeah. You have One Piece that's over a thousand episodes. Yeah, like it's like, and honestly, there's big references for all three of those, but there's also big references, I think, to Pokemon too. And and Ash Ketchum is an iconic character. Like he he just won his first um, championship championship. Yeah, like last year or whatever, whenever that came out. That was with the um, Sun and Moon series, Which right? Which is crazy to think about. It took him this long to have. You know. And in the grand scheme of. Anything manga or anime, it is a hundred percent crazy because it seems like no matter what, the main character always comes out on top at the end of the day. Doesn't matter what the show is. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. The, the hero wins. The hero, you know. and Ash never wins a tournament, never. And he just won his first championship. So, um, to me personally, I'd say yeah, that's my that's my that's my Mount Rushmore right there. You got Goku, Naruto, Luffy, and Ash Ketchum. I would agree with that. I, I, that makes a whole lot of sense. And, uh, you know, Bleach is a great show, and I, I do like – I like Bleach. Yeah. But, it, you know, you're going to show somebody a picture of just the poster, just like a cover of one of the mangas. They're yeah. not going to know what it is. Yeah. You show somebody a Pikachu, they know what it is. Exactly. They're going to know Would you would you, Would you take out Ash Ketchum and put Pikachu in? 
because mm, they they are hand in hand. That's they are hand in hand together. So, or would his part in Mount Rushmore be Ash w- with Pikachu, like together? Because they're a two piece. They're always been together, and they're always dog. Going. They just came out. It's the twenty fifth anniversary of all the of Pokemon this yep. year, and who's on the cover of it? His it is Pikachu. Yeah. It's literally yeah. a. It's Pikachu's face with a two and a five for his the red spots on his face. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's Pikachu over Ash. I'm just saying, you show anybody Pikachu, they're gonna know what it is. They're gonna they're gonna hundred percent know. He's he's the he's the face of the whole thing franchise. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So let's there you go. go. There that's we go. That's, that's our it. that's our four. Pikachu. That's our mount. Pikachu over Ash. Yep. So we're gonna go Goku, Naruto, Luffy. And Pikachu. There you go. I think that you show people those characters, at least the three of them, Naruto, Goku, Pikachu, they're going to know who it is. Yep. Goku, Pikachu specifically. Yep. Especially here in America. Mm-hmm. Luffy and One Piece is too important to the whole landscape of anime and its popularity that it you can't not have him on there. He's the face of that show. Yeah. But there's so many references to One Piece. I mean, just in other anime and manga, like whenever, whenever there a character in those is reading manga or watching anime in the shows, like it's kind of like the Inception type deal. Yeah. They're always, they're always. It seems like reading One Piece or watching One Piece. Yeah. It's, so, I mean, it's it constantly just, it's referenced. Too, it's too important, so you have to have them on there. Someone's gonna put JoJo from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, but fuck JoJo. You could see, uh, yeah, we've talked about that. You and I don't care for that show. No, not That's at all. That's the whole point of making these lists and why this whole topic blew up because everyone has a different yeah. opinion on it. I'm just trying to look at it subjectively, and, espe- and especially because you don't want to have more than one person from the same show. Yeah, honestly, I you could throw Vegeta on there too, but yeah, for the sake of argument, I'm not gonna do that just to keep it one person per show. Yeah. I mean, subjectively, like, I don't watch One Piece, but I understand the influence that Luffy has on the entire that's, landscape and, of the anime. Right, and, that's, and I haven't watched Pokemon I maybe since Sapphire and Ruby. It's been at least that for me. Like, honestly, I have Actually watching this, the show. Yeah. I'll pick up the games occasionally just because I, I like going back to that turn-based type game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll revisit stuff occasionally oh yeah this i'm i i'm gonna pre-order uh brilliant diamond this year i you know yeah. i'm super excited about that stuff still legends arceus looks fucking dope yeah i can't wait for that game especially with that new switch i think that game's gonna look br- beautiful i'm gonna have to get that um let's go to the next topic in the, the screenshot you saw me netflix's new live action cowboy bebop series how with do john we- cho harold from harold and kumar Yes, you did tell me about that. I think at work. Um, I don't know how I feel about that, to be quite honest. You know what though? Uh, if if one of these anime was going to work for a Netflix show, I think Cowboy Bebop is probably one of those shows. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's not like too fantasy. They it's, don't yeah, have to get too like crazy with the like the CGI and stuff like that. That's the big problem. And we talked about this a little bit with Zack Snyder last week doing yeah. a Dragon Ball Z movie. It's, you know, you have to have the budget for that to yeah. work and look okay. Yeah. With something like uh, Captain Marvel working the way it did, though, I think that you could do it. But for a Netflix show, I think Cowboy Bebop is one of those series. It's a good story. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It's a great story. 
it, you know, it's not overly long. There's not a ton of stuff you have to do to it. Mm-hmm. And, and it reintroduces, it probably brings back the popularity of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, 100%. We have a, we have a buddy who actually wants to come on the show. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All he's all he's ever watched in regarding anime is just Cowboy Bebop and Naruto and Naruto. Shout out Chris. Parlo, you mean? Parlo. <laughs> Shout man out Parlo to Parlo Italiano. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I I I agree. I think uh, I'm Cow- excited for it. I'm gonna watch it for sure. Oh, I'll watch it too. I think, I think Cow- it's gonna be a good show. Like, like you said, I think you said it perfectly. I think Cowboy Bebop would be one of the perfect animes. I think the other one off the top of my head would be Roroni Kenshin because that's just like samurai. Yeah, samurai that's stuff. A, yeah. There's nothing too that works fantasy. I think that would work too. Based or CGI based. And I am interested. It's interesting to see what is trending highly, and this goes into another story we're gonna talk about in a little bit. Just what is trending? If you look at just the list on Netflix in America, what is trending on Netflix? It's a lot of anime, dude. It's a lot. Uh, I feel like so. So I don't watch Netflix a lot. I have a smart TV. You know, if I'm home, I'm out so much. If I'm home, I'm usually on my Xbox playing with the boys. But occasionally, I'll turn on my TV and watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it seems like every time I turn it on, maybe once a week, if that. Like in the top ten, there's always an anime. Yep, always an anime. Whether it's at one least, of their originals, one, and they make a lot of original anime too. Not a ton, but like you know, they make enough, enough where you enough. see it. Yeah, I, I've never really watched any of it. I, I that uh, Seven Deadly Sins does seem very interesting to me. I've never watched it. Like I said, we could discuss that in a different but episode. It's one of those. They just came out with that new one with the uh, Yosuke. Yeah, uh, I think you said you watched it. I didn't watch that one yet. I watched the first episode. I still want to finish it. That's I think a, it's uh, only like seven or eight. That's a Mappa production too, isn't it? It is. That's what made me interested in it. To right. be quite honest, it looks good. Like just from the trailer that oh, I saw. Oh, it looks good. It looks beautiful. It looks good. I just don't like how it's based on a true story. I believe technically, he is the uh, first black samurai in Japan. Like he came as a slave, and he one is one is freedom. Um, but I just, it's one of those things where they're trying to take it, like 300, Zack Snyder's 300. I love 300, but then there were some elements to it that were like, all right, time out. Fantastical, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Um, but we could talk about that another time. Uh, next up on the list. Actually, I want to skip this one. I want to save this one for last. Okay. Let's get into the uh, fifth, fourth, last one, technically, the last one on the bottom. Yeah. So, like we were just saying, Anime demand has risen over 30% domestically here. Honestly, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb on this statement. I think what really helped this a lot was the pandemic. People started watching new things that they've never watched. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they're hooked. And they're like, well, let's watch more of this. Let's watch other yeah. stuff. Let's watch this. Let's and, watch that. And like I was just saying, there's a lot people have access to just Netflix and Hulu. You're getting a decent amount of anime content. Yes. You know, you're not getting your Dragon Ball Z, but Naruto's on Netflix. Attack on Titans on Netflix. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. That's how I'm watching Full Demon Metal. Slayer right now. Full Metal Alchemist. There's a lot of anime. Yep. And even stuff that there's a lot of good stuff, but then there's stuff that like it took me years to actually delve into. Yeah, like, that's, stuff that's, that I never. That's just what I was about to say. People are going back to the stuff they're nostalgic for. Yep. And they're watching that, and they're like, okay, so I watched that. What's next? Oh, mm-hmm. this I've heard good things about this show. Mm-hmm. Let's tune in for that. You know, they I think they only have one season of Attack on Titan here in the States. 
but I mean, I think all you I need think it's is two, maybe two. Might but still, two. that means they're a whole season, at least a season and a half behind. Yeah. Maybe it convinces some if somebody has a place PlayStation um made a they Sony bought Funimation, they were doing that thing in March that um I forget what they call it, but they were basically like giving their people version of a Game Pass or something. And kind, you get kind of, they were just giving people uh Funimation. Okay. I probably got a lot of people, and if it's free, why not? Well, hey, let's just check it and out. And there's some great ones on Funimation that you could watch. That's how that's how I watch most of my anime. Is yeah. Funimation. I got Crunchyroll. Over, over Crunchyroll. Yeah. Granted, it's Funimation just bought. They just they're all one thing now. But yeah, that could be another debate for another time. Yeah. If that's good or not. Um, no, I think it's great. Um, I hope people start watching stuff that in the anime realm that they might not have normally watched. Like they grew up with Dragon Ball Z, they rewatched Dragon Ball Z, they watched Naruto or grew up watching Naruto, they're going back and watching Naruto. Or picking up where uh like for me, honestly, I went a few years without watching Naruto and I picked right back up where it left off and I started watching it again. So maybe they could do that too. And then all of a sudden I think Netflix is great with like showing you watch something, you watch it enough they know that you're interested in it, yeah, and then they, they recommend their algorithm. Other, yep. Their algorithm's going to show you other stuff that you're, oh, maybe check this show out. Neon Genesis, I think, is on uh, Netflix. Yes, it a, is. A lot of people yep, grew up watching yep. it. So, um, Which is awesome. We haven't even talked about that. We're a few episodes in, and we yeah. haven't even talked about that. That's a great show. That is a great show. I, I think there's, there's a, a lot Gundam. of Gundam. There's Gundam. Yeah, I was about yep. to say, there's a few Gundam series. And Iron-Blooded Orphans is one of them. My number three or four on my list. I can't remember. I think four. Even even manga is way up because people had nothing to do for a whole year almost. Yeah. I mean, we're in New York. We're in Buffalo, New York mm-hmm. specifically. And uh, Governor Cuomo just lifted the rest of the restrictions. Yeah. So, like, we're just getting back to more normal, like, now. Yeah. I mean, for me personally, what it came down to it, uh, for me reading manga was I'd get hooked on a series. And then all of a sudden, like, you catch up. I I do, I don't want to wait a whole entire year for this next season, so mm-hmm. I'm just gonna start reading everything from where this left off. Right, that's what happened with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen for me. Um, some people might say, "Oh, that's ruining the anime," but to me, it's like I think we uh, touched base on this a little bit on the first, well, chapter zero technically. Whereas it's reading, it's one thing, but seeing it animated, it's like it shows your imagination, yeah. and then you can kind of compare you and contrast compare and it. Contrast, yep. Um, do you want to talk? Som- and sometimes they are completely different. There's some things in the manga that they write and they show you, and they there's and things that they go to, you go to the anime, and they're not in there at all. That just gave me an idea for a future episode chapter. Sure. Some of the biggest flops from manga to anime, like omissions, like, like yeah. why didn't you? That's yeah, a good one. Like Stay like they that complete one, flops. Oh, yeah. You, there's a couple ways you could do that. Like, I don't know if you saw it. You, when you mentioned Seven Deadly Sins, I kind of rolled my eyes because the first two seasons are really good, and then after that, to me, it kind of just flopped. Yeah. But we could talk about that in a different episode. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to talk about the third point on here that you wanted to save for last? Oh, quick shot. I mean, because we were talking about Funimation, I just want to mention this one super quick. Uh, oh, crap. I Anime forgot. Labs is... Uh, being absorbed basically by Funimation, so uh, Anime Labs is the uh, Australian version almost of Funimation. It's purple, it has the same aesthetic almost mm-hmm. as Funimation, 
I don't want to delve into this. I mean, obviously, like I just said, we're in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. We're nowhere near Australia. But I think it's good for people in Australia to get the anime content that they want. Yeah. Without having to, like, you know, go on the internet, go to, like, some... Streaming it illegally yeah. or some dumb shit like that. Yeah. Pay for your content, people. Before we touch on that, the the point you wanted last, I forgot about one that I actually saved, and Ooh. I had been trying to find out if it's true or not oh boy. for about a week now. Ooh. What um, do you got for me? I read on Facebook. Great source, by the way. Facebook. It's always true. <laughs> Great source. On the source. internet, dog. It's true. It's, yeah, it's on the internet. It's true. That... Um, I can't even think of his name. Uh, Kishimoto, the writer of Naruto and Boruto, okay, wants to apparently uh, revive Tachi Uchiha and Boruto. Oh, I did see that. I I saw that, and I was gonna send it to you. This is I'm gonna let you take the reins on this one because I think this is more you right. than me. Well, I don't know how it would work, it would work to be quite honest. I mean, you saw him get revi- well. If you watch Naruto or read Naruto, you would see that he got. Uh, yeah, this is spoilers. Uh, this might be a little spoiler for you if you ever want to watch it. But he did get revived in the Fourth Great Ninja War. He showed Sasuke the truth about the night that he slaughtered his whole entire clan, including his mom and dad. He showed him the truth behind the whole motives to it. I think. For me personally, that moment between Itachi and Sasuke was a great ending to it. And uh, I don't know if I've mentioned this in any of our chapters yet, but Itachi Uchiha is my hands-down favorite character in any series. I think you did. All he's, time. He's the guy on your leg, right? He's the guy on my leg, yep. Um, I feel like that moment between Sasuke and Itachi was a great closer to the era of Itachi. Um, there was a lot of speculation at first. Uh, there was a moment in the Boruto manga and anime, uh, Shin Uchiha. I was like, that's Itachi. That's, that's Shisui, who's Itachi's best friend who killed himself. Uh, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> if you rip. didn't know that, rip. rip. Uh, but no, I don't, I, I, I would like, would I like to see him? Yeah, I think it'd be cool. I think there'd be a nice touching moment between Sarada, who is, uh, um, Sasuke's daughter meeting her uncle Itachi somehow, but I just don't, I just don't know how I'd feel about it to be honest. Like, part of it excites me. Part of it's like you had this great closer to. It's Itachi. one of those things where, yeah. Um, but I don't know. If it happens, if the time comes, I guess I'll give my feelings on it when I see, read if, it if or see when, it. If and when, yeah. yeah. Um, it's one of those things in, uh, and not just anime in any medium sometimes it's better to leave these people dead 100 sometimes it does work out it's like if the mcu brought back like iron man it it you, it, it devalues what that character did in the yep. story exactly and it, and it doesn't and it doesn't death should mean something uh-huh like we, we mentioned this last week you know you you chronically see people you, you literally just mentioned it the family mom dad loved one, whatever, of these anime characters chronically are getting killed. Yep. That has to mean something. You know, it, yep. it, that drives the character. Suddenly, if you if death doesn't mean anything, it's like, oh, well, that's the problem with Dragon Ball. People always have that problem with Dragon Ball because mm-hmm. Krillin's died seven fucking hundred times. Yeah. Same thing with Yamcha. Mm-hmm. 
oh, we'll just get the Dragon Balls and they'll come back. Yeah. It devalues that a little bit. That and that and I think that's why, you know, after uh the cell arc in Dragon Ball Z, you know, Goku was like, Yeah, no, leave me dead. Yeah. That's kind of a powerful thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So originally that's where the story was supposed to end. The Boo arc wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And then they decided to go on and do that anyways. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, your boys got to get paid. But. Got to get the bag. Secure the bag, dude. But, uh, you know, all that things are supposed to mean something. It's like that was my problem with uh, Episode 9 of Star Wars. Like, death is supposed to mean something in any medium. You're, you're talking about Palpatine? No, when uh, fucking uh, Ben Solo kills himself to uh, save, like, Ray's supposed to die. Like, she's dying, and then yeah. Ben saves her. I mean, we can get into Star Wars. That's a whole other can of worms yeah. that I can go into hours and hours and hours. But it's like... We'll have to get Bill Brand on for that one. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... In any medium, like I said, death should mean something. If you keep bringing back these characters, it devalues it, and they're like, oh, well, so-and-so is going to come back, too. Yeah, and then when you finally have a meaningful death, everyone's going to be like, well, it's not going to be permanent because they're just going to come back somehow. They're just going to anticipate it. And if it doesn't happen, they're like, whoa, what what happened? Are they actually really dead, or when are they going to come back? Yeah, and and, and it's not as—it never has the impact that you want it to. Yeah. It's like in season one, like the topic of the show today is gonna, we're going to be talking about Attack on Titan and what that show does so well. In like episode two, right? Or not, not episode two. Episode one. Well, episode I, one, Aaron's mom dies. Rip. R.I.P. But uh, I'm, I'm talking about the episode when they all graduate from, from the academy. Yep. Aaron dies. Two. Like the first mission, Aaron dies. Yeah. It looks like he dies. Yeah. But he doesn't really die. That's a totally other different thing than seeing a character be dead and then bring them back to life. Yep. Yeah. 100%. They show that in a way that you think he's dead. Mm-hmm. Armin totally thinks he's fucked. He, he's done. Like, he's seen him he's get seen swallowed it, yeah. by Like, you see his uh, legs get, like, uh, his legs, arm. His, well, so his arm gets ripped off, yep. and then his other He loses one of his legs. Mm-hmm. He jumps over to save Armin. His, he's in the Titan's mouth. Titan closes his mouth. His arm flies off screen. It's like his arm is flying towards the camera. And then Armin's mortified. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. This is their first mission, dude. Literally. <laughs> like Out day one. Gate. Day one. Yeah. But we'll, we will get into that in a little bit. There is one other story. And this story, for me, I don't know about you. We talked about this very minimally. Yeah. Lord of the Rings, The War of the Rohirrim. Is going to be an anime movie. Holy shit. So we we talked about this uh, briefly at work. Um, I am a Lord of the Rings greater than sign Harry Potter guy. Growing up. Dog, it's not even close. Yeah. Like, like I can't exaggerate how much I love Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Like, I already have plans like... like Eventually, when I get married here, like my, I'm not gonna wear a ring. Like I'm gonna get the Evan Star tattooed on my finger. Yeah. Like that's gonna be what I have. Yeah. Like I love Lord of the Rings so much. Is it's between that and Star Wars for me mm-hmm. as my favorite, just story. And I yeah. could I teeter back and forth on that a lot. So to see this, 
it's very exciting for me. Yeah. I think it's going to look beautiful and I'm I'm just I'm so excited to see what they do. It's going to be a different style and I think it's going to piss off a lot of Lord of the Rings fans. Like your boomer fans of that show. Oh, it, oh of, 100%. Of the, of the story. They're going to watch him like, what is this shit? This is bullshit. This is bullshit. Yep. Blah, 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 blah. Listen, the, the the absolute budgets that they are putting together between this and the live action show yep. is through the roof, like astronomical. Um, I feel like they're just going to go all out on these two, especially the animated one, because... Um, I feel like that's just going to be easier because, well, let's be honest, trying to get a set and doing all this shit for a live action is a completely different ball game than ad- animation. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's going to be great. I what, are you going to go back to New Zealand and go there for seven more years? Yeah. You, it's going to be hard to do that. Yeah. Whereas you could just throw a bunch of money at a studio that's great at anime. Like, did, did they announce oh. that, what studio is making it? Let's look that up real I quick. I don't know. Jamie, bring it up. I know it's uh, the guy from uh, yeah, we, Ghost we, in the Shell, Ghost right? in the Shell, yeah. And Recode? I think so. Ken uh, something. So for me, this is uh, just looking at some of the comments on this story. Some people are Kenji already Kamiyama. not not stoked on it but here's the thing for me i think it's never a bad thing to have more content more content but to have a different style of store like have a different way to um it's a new way to look at the lord of the rings story there's so yes. much lore and everything behind that story and just middle earth in general mm-hmm that it's going to introduce Middle Earth to people that have no idea and have never looked yeah. into it. It's also looking I, into a oh. part of the history of it that really hasn't been seen much unless you actually read the Whoa, books. Well. well, I read the books. Like like I said, growing up, I like Lord of the Rings more than Harry Potter. I read all the Lord of the Ring books. Cimmerillion and all that. All of them. Yep. I never picked up a Harry Potter book. Never. I'd never read a Harry Potter. I've only watched the movies and only parts of them, to be quite honest. I want to go back right. and watch all of them, but as far as Lord of the Rings is concerned and that whole entire, all the, all the Tolkien books, all the Tolkien content is concerned. Right. I've read all the books and I've watched all the movies. Um, and for me, this this anime movie um, is going to be refreshing because I was not a fan of the Hobbit trilogy. Oh, no, no, those movies weren't. Because eh, eh. here, cause here's the thing. Okay, so the Lord of the Ring trilogy, each movie is a whole book. Yeah. They took a single book and divided it into three movies. Yeah, just to make that money. Just to make that money because they're, you know, you got to do three movies just like how we did Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. So I get that in a sense. But The Hobbit, honestly, you could have condensed it into two movies and still. Even one. E- yeah, just even make one. it one movie. Yeah. Give, give Peter Jackson one really good movie. Don't tell him he has to make it in the three. Or I don't remember how that went. If he wanted to do three or the studio wanted him to do three. Mm-hmm. But, like, one would have worked. Yeah. That's how it should have been. Mm-hmm. It should have complemented the story you already had. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need to add too much. You know what I mean? Like, Legolas is not supposed to be in those in that story. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And that and shit like that 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 pissed me off about that. But I think it's it's going to be cool to see Lord of the Rings in a different lens. You know what I mean? I've, mm-hmm. I, it's going to be a, a Japanese-inspired take on the story. Yeah. I mean, I'm in. I'm all in on it. I, I, can't, I can't wait for it to come out. I, I'm super excited on it. I'm all in, too. Plus, uh, I, plus you know. Uh, and here's a little hot take from me. All right. I hope it's in Japanese and you have to read subs because that will freaking anger all the Ooh. boomers. <laughs> imagine a boomer sitting in front of the television, I, like, I what the hell is going it's on? It's probably here? gonna be. I have to imagine you're not gonna. You're not gonna have uh, a Japanese director. Yeah, you're not. Kenji's not coming over. Kenji Kamiyami is not coming over. Yeah. To do it in English. No. I I find I, that I'd super hope, unlikely to. I'd hope he wouldn't. I don't think he would. I mean, you're going to have a dub version. You you're will eventually, have, eventually, you're going to get a dub version. Yeah. yeah. But I would love to have it in Japanese with the subs. I, th- I think that's what you're going to get. That'd be my guess. And I'm very hopeful I'm here for it. For it. I'm yeah. very here for it. So is that all the news we got for today to start the show? Look 30 minutes here. deep. Sheesh. Sheesh. <laughs> think we can we can cut the news there that's a lot that's a lot to digest that was a lot to uh digest um so yeah super exciting so i I mean i feel like that's the main content of of this up of this uh chapter so far but i mean what we decided to do we had a little bit other plans that kind of got derailed a little bit things happen life happens um we adapt and overcome we adapt and overcome over here at uh the podcast studio, the podcast precinct. Yep. Hosted by, hosted by the BICBP network. Um, what I, what we decided to do last minute is we are going to rank the, uh, attack on Titan season so far. I mean, we touched base on this on chapter zero of there being another half of four. Mm-hmm. However, I think there's enough content in the first half of season four, especially since t- season yeah. two was only like nine or ten episodes. I, I think there are like longer episodes, too, if I'm not mistaken, right? Season two? Season four? No, season four. Weren't the episodes a little bit longer? I think there was a couple longer ones. Yeah, there was like a couple 40-something minute yeah, episodes for sure. I think. Um, but I feel robbed because so season <laughs> two was only 10, <laughs> 10 episodes. Yeah. Every other season had like twenty plus. If the, um, like, yeah, I yeah. think I, I think season one had twenty six. To be quite honest, something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, what would your least favorite season be? I mean, probably one. I would agree. The show ramps. You know, for oh, me, oh, I think, I, and I think that's how the rankings gonna get reflected. Is it it ramps up? I think that's how I actually um, described it to you when I first wanted you to start yeah. watching it. I'm like, listen. It's like the literal first two episodes are like a putter, and then all of a sudden it's like, which is not even not and not to say that those seasons are bad. I really enjoyed those seasons. Yeah, those, we're, those we're, hooked me. In. To, to say to say that it's the worst season doesn't mean it's bad. It means that of the, the four standard seasons, of the show, it's so high though. Oh, especially like, spe- all right. So my so the the fourth season for me is season one the third season for me is season two um just be 
it just keeps going. It, get, it keeps getting better. Yeah. Like, literally. It builds. And that's the thing this, the, I think Attack on Titan does so well is it constantly is building on itself. And then it reflects, and you're like, oh, that's what that meant. Yeah. Oh, shit. How many, th- how many moments are in that show? Slash manga. How many of those moments are there? A ton. Oh, it, every episode, it seems like there's a, a moment. And, and there's a moment in episode one. And I told you I rewatched it because uh, we talked about this, and I think it's chapter zero. Okay. About me um, going back and forth and trying to I – watched, I watched it completely from beginning to end, subbed first. And I said, I'm going to go back and try and watch it dubbed. And I attempted, and I, I did not like it. Yep, told you. I think, and I, I mentioned this before. I'm pretty sure, but that's got to be the biggest discrepancy between a sub and a dub that there is right now. Mm-hmm. Between not, it's not even so much the quality. It's just, it's just not right. Once, once you watch it subbed, and then you go back to the dub, it's just, eh, there's yeah. just something missing. And then it's the they emo- fucking, it's, it's, they changed. The, oh, it's, it's really the emotion because. This series as a whole is so emotion based. Yeah. Like you look at Aaron and every single like um we should we say spoiler alert at this point? I mean I guess if you haven't watched Attack on Titan, this, you're probably gonna want to dip out. Yeah. Um there's gonna be a lot of spoilers from this point forward. Um like, oh, I mean we're gonna essentially talk about the whole series. Yeah. But just look at First off, Aaron is very, he's a very emotional character until season four. Season until four, season four. He, <laughs> he kind of becomes emotionally unavailable. Like he, he's stone cold pretty much in season he's, four. He has a, a 180 yeah, turn. A hundred percent. He doesn't even, they even changed, they wanted to make that change so noticeable that they changed his aesthetic completely. I mean, there's his also face, a time skip. His, his, yeah, the, which there is. And that's the other thing. You've, you're with this character for so long, and you forget these kids are like, they're kids. They're like, yeah. what's Aaron in the, in the first episode? Like 12? I want to say. 10? Something like that. Something like that. And then you got like two, three. I'd say he's like maybe, what's his Google? I, they're I in, they're I, in school for a while. Well, not school, but they're academy, whatever you want to call it. I will say before we get any further, I do like Aaron with the long hair. He looks dope as fuck in season four. My favorite moment uh, in season one through three, Armin Mikasa and Aaron are around sixteen years old. So and they're then, kids and then they're children. And then season four, it's a four-year time skip, so they're all twenty in season four. Um, Which here's I mean, a here's a fun fact that I actually didn't know is Levi is thirty-four in season one through three. Holy shit. I wouldn't have guessed. I mean, I guess that makes sense because Kenny's fairly old. Yeah. But still, Levi, I, I would have guessed he was mid to late 20s. All right. So we should, should, we, we should probably do a, a, a quick recap of season one. And then we'll talk, you know, obviously at the end of season one ranking, we'll rank one as one. Uh, yeah, go ahead and kick it off. Okay. So <laughs> with season four. What the show does so well is, is you have to pay attention to every detail. detail 100% I said this about my hero last week and this is a, a common thread you'll see between any good series is there very... regardless of what it is regardless of anime yeah fucking Disney Pixar movie yeah detail oriented it's very the small details matter yes nothing no stone is left unturned yep 
like you have to rewatch this show to notice stuff. And, and, and I didn't notice this in the first season because it had been so long between my watch of season one to season four, obviously. Yep. That it was not for nothing. I didn't start watching this series until this past fall, end of fall, beginning of winter. Yeah, because the season four started at the end of December, and I told you, and I was like, yo, dude, the last season is starting at the end of December. Yeah, I, and I had to, I you watched a lot of Attack on Titan from I, like November, December. I feel like I went on my vacation, or not vacation, my weekend from work, and I came back, and you're like, dude, I just binge watched like 15 <laughs> like episodes like of Attack like on Titan in two But I days. couldn't stop. And that's the other thing, is like, I was just so. Invested it. in this yep. story, with uh, I mean the characterization of the people in the series is just so well done. Yeah, it's it's so deep in it. It does a great job of explaining why people are the way they are, and it's almost an post-apocalyptic place. You know, you're in yeah. this you're in this tiny town, basically. We we think we think it's tiny, but it's actually quite big. If well, you went uh, in the grand scheme yeah, of things, yeah. But you don't know that at the beginning of the series. Yeah. But basically, this it starts with Aaron waking up from a dream, mm-hmm. which that dream, cut to season four, is super important. The first thing they show you, in the series, has not even been shown yet. Really, in the sh- in the final season yet. Yeah. But you already know because it was in the final season trailer. They show the same exact scene from his dream in the very first episode, the first thing you see. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did not notice that until I went back and rewatched it. <laughs> so going back to the point we were just talking about, everything matters. So you go through, and it's Aaron, and, she's, and he's hanging out with Mikasa. Yep. Those two, totally inseparable. They're, you would first think they're brother and sister. That's how that's how it's portrayed at first. Yeah. Yep. So then, and I think this is also a very pivotal scene, and they come back to this later. Mm-hmm. The serve. Okay, so because they the way this what they works, really want to show with this God, though, there's a lot to go into because you start talking about one thing and then another thing comes up and another thing. I know. I so just, even just the military. Um, should we audible and just talk about season one? Yeah, probably. There's a lot, dude. All right, so we'll just talk about season one. Um, we'll see where it goes from here. We'll s- we'll sidebar um, this for now, but we ra- we're, we're we're in agreement that we're gonna rank uh, season one as the um, the fourth season, like yeah. the, the quote unquote the worst season. That's not the worst because it's a great show. Um, so yeah, uh, they want to really portray Aaron and Mikasa's relationship right from the get go. Mm-hmm. They want to. They want to portray that they are inseparable, and their personalities. They go into their personalities a lot. Yes. Mikasa is very timid. She's very quiet. She's cold. She has a scarf over her face at all times. They they tell you about the scarf a little bit later. We we get there when we get there. Yeah. Aaron's very. I don't. I don't know if brave is the right word at mm-hmm. first, but he will stand up for himself yeah. and the people that he cares about. Even if it means he gets his ass kicked. Yes, he will. Yep. Very much so. Steve Rogers, MCU, I could do this all day. Yep. Getting his ass beat. Yep. By the bigger, older kids. They has no the reason fighting. Yeah. <clears throat> so we should probably get into the military aspect of this show 
first. There's all right. So uh, before we get into that, so the episode one, you meet them. You meet the technically, I'd say the three of the main characters, which is Aaron, who's the main character, Mikasa, who I'd say is second most important, and then Armin, who is their best friend. Who's there? Yeah, Aaron Yeager. Aaron Yeager. You have to start calling me that on the show from now on. Aaron. Uh, and then pretty much, so these, what Titans are, are there Jesus, we didn't even get into the whole point of the show yet. Oh my God. That's how deep the show is, dude. God uh, damn it. We're already at 43 minutes dude. too. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. We're, we're cutting it. We're coming back another. Now we'll, we'll try and, uh, speed walk our way through this. So, so Titans are gigantic humans and they vary in size. From three, they're classified as on how tall they are. There's three meter, nine meter, I think fifteen meter, and then you have like some gigantic ones. Well, there. we, and you have the, your abnormals and all that. Yeah. So, I we should probably go back to the setting of this show. You're on an island. Yep. Which, which they know. And there's three. Essentially, you're in a. It's like you're in. It's in. Um, if you know Game of Thrones, it's like King's Landing. Now King Landing, King's Landing is surrounded by a wall. Or Helms, have three or Helm's Deep. If you're a Lord of the Rings fan, or talking about Lord of the Rings, it's surrounded by a wall, a giant wall, a gigantic wall. That's not, we're not talking, fifty meters we're not, tall. Yeah. Like we're not. Ridiculous. I think it's actually taller than that. Well, how tall is the Colossal Titan? He's staying, he's over it. Like his head is right above it. Yeah. How tall is the? Colossal Titan, sixty meters. So, okay. so we'll yeah. say so about fifty. Fifty makes sense. Yeah, his say, head's got to be at least ten meters. Yeah. So we're talking fifty meters high. These are the size of the walls going around, and then you have in the very center. It's like the main city. It's uh, like the king. So it's it's a monarchy system. Yeah, is how this place is ruled. There's three different people. It goes from Riches the rich in the people middle. in the middle. Middle class ish, and then lower classes on the outside and there's on the outskirts. And there's these walls and surrounding there's even each a, one. Yes, and there's even a small subsect in the other one, which those fuckers are super poor. Yeah, but um, basically so, the walls are to keep the titans out. And the titans, like I said, are, are fucking these, scary. <laughs> are scary. They're they're hu- giant humans. They don't wear clothes. Humanoids almost. Humanoids. Um, and they eat people. That's all they eat. They don't eat each other. They only eat people. Yep. Um, so what happens was in episode one is you have the Colossal Titan uh, kicks in the door to the first wall. I think it's Wall Rose, if I remember correctly. Oof, we're going. I think it's, so, yeah, I think all, it's Wall Rose. They all have different names. Let's see. So, they show Aaron. They're walking back home. They're getting sticks so they can wall Maria while they're you know build a fire at home. Basically, this is their chore. Yeah. Aaron's mom sends them out. Hey, go do this for us. So we have we can have a fire later. Yep. It's not a super advanced people, you know. It's honestly, it's you know, it's, it's on horseback. There's no cars or anything like that so so at the, at the state of 
we're not going to talk about two seasons two through four right now. We're we're simply going to talk based There's on too much. season There's too one. Much content. There's but at the time, I'd say it's like a it's like middle ages, but a little bit more advanced in a sense. With like some random things, like oh, how did you come up with that? Yeah. Um, you know, you you have to suspend disbelief a little bit in this show. Yeah. And they do tell you that pretty much right in the beginning, like, hey, don't, you know. But as you get farther, don't get mad because it's not realistic. Further into the seasons, that's when you start to like kind of get a grasp of how they got certain and why, and and, you know, and you know, that's the show does a great job of that. But but at the time, you think, oh, this is like Stone Ages, you know. There's no technology. We're on horseback, and you know, Um, stone masons with you know. So they're Stuff out like co- that. That's as far as they are. Yeah. They're out collecting the firewood and all of a sudden there's like a giant lightning bolt crashes down and all of a sudden they all look up like what the fuck was that? And all of a sudden well no, I, before we get into even that the survey corps comes through the walls. Yes. And Aaron is stoked. Yeah. This is what Aaron wants to do. He wants to join the military in the worst way. Yep. And this is now the military was... is a very important part of attack on titan there's three different branches there's the survey corps mm-hmm. there's the uh the police the mps and then there's the uh what's the third one with the survey uh scout regiment scout scout survey, survey. and then mp, MP. right There's people that go basically. There's people that go outside the wall to explore. There's people that keep peace inside the walls, and then the MP are in the center walls protecting the kingdom. Basically, Aaron wants to be in one of the people that he wants to be in the survey. He wants to explore outside the walls. He makes that very well known, and he's is he's he's very excited when they come in, and those guys look beat up those guys are not having a good time a lot of them were just dead there's that scene where the mom shows walks right up to captain Irwin, and he's like i don't know what to tell you he's dead all we have left is literally his arm yeah he hands this mom an arm her son's arm that's (laughs) all that's left Irwin's a badass Irwin's a great character which we don't even really learn about till season two end of two and three um mostly three I, I want to correct us real quick. The three branches are the military police, like we said, the survey corps, um, and the garrison regiment. Garrison, okay. That, that, I was the sc- say, the that scouts did... are the survey corps. Yeah, survey scouts. That's how they call them. Um, but so Aaron sees us, and he just he wants to join the military. Specifically, he wants to be a scout. Yeah, he wants Bad. to be a scout. He wants to leave the walls. He wants his... to see what's outside of the walls, yes. which is – um, a, a big focal point of the season or of the whole show really really um, so then uh, flash forward just a little bit they're getting the wood like I said the giant bolt of lightning comes down and all of a sudden they look up and like what the hell is that and a head of a titan comes up but it's not like an ordinary so, head yeah so the we, we don't know his name at the time but they call him the colossal titan yeah He's got no skin on his face. Like he's, it's like he grows so fast. It's almost like a muscular in uh, my hero. Yeah, it's like he grows so fast and he's so big that the, like the skin just literally doesn't have yep. time to grow on him. And then plus the heat he produces. 
which we don't know about until later. Um, so he is 60 meters tall. He towers over the walls. Everyone's panicking. Titan, Titan, Titan. And this then, is the first attack in a long time that they've had to deal with. Yes. Like 100 years or something like yeah. that. If so it's been a, a peaceful air quotes on, around that time for everybody inside the walls. So the Colossal Titan kicks in the door. Boom. And all of a sudden, Titans start flooding. Little ones. Three meter tall, nine meter tall, 15. Mostly, yeah. Nothing compared to this Colossal Titan. But then all of a sudden. But then he dips out. The Colossal dips out. He, he disappears. People can't. They, there's no explanation of where this, this, this giant He comes. Titan he went. shows up. He and kicks he, the door in. And he's gone. And he dips out. Then a different Titan appears. Um, they've escaped. I think they have escaped at this point to the inside of the next wall. And then all of a sudden this different Titan appears. Some, a Titan that's completely different from any other Titan because it has armor on it, which you come to learn as the armored Titan. Armored Titan. And then the armored Titan. Cool looking. Very cool. Looking. He's got hair. Like it's a little, it, it, the aesthetic in the show, they make a very, they make a big point to, all these titans have different abilities. Yes. There's abnormal titans that do cool, random, different powers. So he runs through the gate of the next wall. And got, like bone on him. It, like the, 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 when they say armored, it's like kind of looks like the colossal where you can see his muscle fibers. Yep. And he's got bone like, uh, like shells a, on him. Like, on is it a stegosaurus? Like a stegosaurus kind dinosaur. He's got like, like plates. He's got like bone plates on Bone him. plates on his skin, on the outside of him. On his jaw. And then he forehead. screams. Oh, yeah. Which was A, intimidating to the people there because Titans don't scream. They'll groan, they'll grunt, but the scream he did. It's like a visceral. Yeah. And then just like the Colossal Titan, he just Gone. kind of. Boom, dips, vanishes, gone. So all of a sudden you got all these Titans coming in and everyone's running for their lives. When the Colossal Titan kicked in the first gate, a giant chunk of rocks from the wall flew and crushed Aaron Yeager's house. Aaron, again, is the main character. He turns around and looks, and his mom is crushed underneath the house. Like like her legs, like her hips down. Yeah. Totally crushed under the house. So they're trying to uh, run over and Basically save, trying to save, his, save mom. his mom. And all of a sudden, a very, very important Titan, which we'll talk about in a, a later uh, chapter, uh, starts walking up. It is a, it's a lady Titan. It's a lady Titan. She's got blonde hair, a like shit-eating grin yep. from ear to ear, scary. and she's walking up. Again, this is a very important Titan. She, uh, man, I can't remember his name. He's the drunk guy from the Survey Corps. Hans. Hans, yes. Hannes, Hans. Um, Hans, I think they call him. He he swoops in. He can't. He has a prior relationship with Aaron. Like Aaron, he he is like a local cop there, basically. Yes. So like a, your local town cop, that's him. But I also believe, if I remember correctly, you learn in later seasons. Like I don't want to keep going to later seasons, but he had a prior relationship with Aaron's mom, or had that's a crush on Aaron's yeah, mom. Something like that. 
Um, and he she is. Sa- she says to save the kids. He grabs the kids, starts to fly away. So here's the thing. Well, here, well no, Han, first, Hans goes at the Titan. He's like, I'm going to kill this fucking thing. And he can't. And then he, he gets closer to it, and it's looking right at him. And he doesn't know what to do. It's abnormal. Because there's. Because in this time of peace, these guys have kind of gotten soft. Yeah. Since they've got out of the academy. Yep. And he just, he's got nothing. He has no retort. He's got absolutely nothing for this Titan. Um, so he goes back to the kids. I think we should touch base real quick, too. Uh, when we say flying around, oh, they have this boy. stuff called ODM gear. It's like a backpack, and you have these things on your arms that have swords. So the only way to kill a Titan is you cut the nape of its neck. They don't know why, but when you cut the nape of its neck, it goes down. It kind of disintegrates like a vampire would in the sunlight. But this ODM gear, it's like a backpack. It's filled with compressed air. They shoot hooks, and they kind of swing essentially kind of like Spider-Man, really. A little bit, yeah. Um, These hooks and the wire that's attached retract, and they could swing around, fly around. Just wanted to get that out there. So when we say flying around, it's not like they have superpowers. Or or, or say an ODM gear. Yeah. So he can't kill the Titan. Aaron's mom says, save the kids, save the kids, whatever. As he grabs, he grabs Aaron in a way where he's facing backwards towards his house. And he's watching uh, this Titan, this important Titan, grab his mom from the rubble. You see the Titan stick his mom in her mouth, bite down. And all we see is a massive gush of blood. So Aaron's like a pink he, mist, like, like a pink mist everywhere. And it gets on Aaron's face. It does get on Aaron's face. Like, they make a point to show that this blood goes everywhere. everywhere. And like we talked about earlier, guess what? Aaron's mom ain't coming back because she's no. in a bajillion pieces. Yep. So Aaron sees his mom get eaten at the ripe age of 11 or 12 years old. And he takes this with him the rest of the show. The rest of the show. Because after that moment... His main goal is he's going to kill. He's going to kill every single all Titan. The Titans. He's he says that he says that over a and lot. over and over. I'm going to kill all of the Titans. And just like I said last week, hey, let's stop killing the main protagonist family. I feel like that's just a relatable. That's just a, I feel like it's we've a, mentioned such a it relatable, every episode. I think it's a relatable thing because everyone has such well, yeah, like, you're, like uh, you're, a love for their parents, and they all of a sudden can understand the hate it is or a, it's a it's an it makes him angry it makes it gives him a it gives him drive he already had this drive that he wanted to be a scout but like this sends him to a next level like i'm gonna kill all every titan i'm gonna kill every single one of them yep so that's pretty much the premise of episode one that i think at the end of it they show him joining the survey corps or the military to get into the survey corps Episode two, they graduate. Him and his friends all graduate uh, the military academy, and that's when the big moment that you talked about earlier is you see Aaron get eaten by a Titan. And who sees Aaron get eaten by a Titan? Armin, his best friend. Now, Armin, his his character is he is super timid, super shy. It seems like he's always scared, but, but he's super smart. He is super smart when it comes to like combat Str- with these. Uh, strategy stuff like he's, yeah. a, he's a supreme strategist so he sees this happen he i believe it's because it's because aaron wanted to save armin from the titan and he gets eaten 
And all of a sudden, just like in episode one, there's a giant lightning bolt crashes down. All of a sudden, a Titan emerges from another Titan. Right when Mikasa is about to get eaten, like she she's turning the corner and there's a Titan, I think, facing her. She's ran out of gas in her yep, ODM gear. She's, she's, she's trapped. And all of a sudden, this super tall 17 meter i think is his some, classification some like that, yeah. he's 17 meters i believe he's got a different kind of jaw he's got a different jaw he's got green eyes that glow got, and long hair and long black hair he's a screamer he yep. screams so you hear him we'll say a roar he's a roarer <laughs> he got a screamer we <laughs> got the screamer uh, so he roars and he kills this titan. He beats it up. Beats the shit out of this titan. Oh my god, yeah. And then come to find out. Like literally beats his brains in. Yep. Who pops out of the nape of this titan? It's Aaron. And they don't understand why at first. All of a sudden. Well, even he doesn't. He doesn't either right now. So he can become a titan. That's the first. That's the first holy shit of the se- of the series, in my opinion. I'm oh yeah, because I thought you think actually, he's dead. Yeah, you think he's dead. you think he's dead. You think he's done, though. Yeah. Well, they killed the main character, and I think I said this before, but like Attack on Titan, still like we're we're like episodes in. Yeah. You do not get attached to anybody. No. If there's a character, and you like him, don't get attached. Don't. We warned you now. Don't get attached. Dude, there's so much in this series, though. We're already at 60 That's minutes. That's what I mean. Like, I, I can't. Like, we're going to. Dude, we're episode episodes in. We haven't touched on Mikasa and Aaron's relationship. No. Why their relationship is the way it is. There's yeah. so much, dude. I feel like we could go three this hours, but we got to kind of. This is a. I feel like we got to wrap it up shortly. How should we wrap this up? Fuck, dude. Because there's a whole arc. I, I say arc loosely, of them in academy. Yeah. Like there's the, you can go through all that. That's where they meet. You know, basically all the all their friends that they take with yeah. them throughout the rest of the show. Yeah, I th- I feel like how I, Aaron convinces all of them to join the scouts except for one person. Yep. Yeah. So, I feel like I could we could I, I know a little bit of a point. So. Aaron all of a sudden kind of becomes the enemy of humanity because they realize. This kid is a Titan. He could turn into a Titan and come out of a Titan. They're very scared. There's never been anything like this reported. Yeah. That, like, the kingdom and the military knows. So they're trying to capture him or trying to kill him. They shoot. They go to shoot a cannonball at him, and he's got Armin there. Armin's trying to convince him not to kill him. And he, oh, yeah. Aaron, that scene is also and, intense. Yeah. And then Aaron turns into, like, a half-ass Titan where it's a skeleton with a little bit of muscle, but he has his arm reached out, so he stops the cannonball. Stops the cannonball. That's when um, I think General Pixis, he's one of the generals, gets involved. Yep. Bald dude. Kind of, he's got, a, he's older, wrinkly face. I think I think I'm gonna go back. He's a fixture in the show as well. I think I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna rewatch the whole entire first season just so we could. I could. Dude, uh, there's so much to get into. Like this, this series is a lot. So, I mean, holy shit, dude. So pretty much they, 
There's so much. I just. Uh, that's like, what I mean. It's like you, you, you start divulging on one detail and then a hundred other ones yeah. come up that are so important that it's, you have to mention them. It's such a deep show, really. Um, and plus, if you're here, if you're listening to it now, you're either you've already watched it and you already know all this or you're listening to us ramble yeah, about yeah. it in like very loose details. Cause um, like it's one of those ones that you have to watch it really like our general loose description doesn't know justice. Um, pretty much they, they let Aaron kind of stay free, but he's under the supervision under of 24 seven. Yeah. Like of captain Levi who will become a main character, My favorite character, one of mine too. Um, and then all of a sudden, I feel like this is where maybe we could start to kind of wrap it up a little bit. A So again, so far we have four Titans that are very important to the series. You have the blonde one who eats Aaron's mom. You have the colossal Titan. Who's, who's a regular-ish Titan. Yes, who's, she's a regular-ish Titan, but she becomes more important in season th- two. 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 Um, that whole you, arc. You had the colossal Titan. The Armor Titan, and then midway through the first season, I want to say it's midway, you have the emergence of another female Titan who looks more like the Armor Titan. She's got a lot of muscles, tendons Um, showing she has no skin. She could also roar. She she shows intelligence. So that's one of these. That's the one thing that separates Titans are dumb. Titans are are like they they don't have them. They're driven only by the their hunger for humans. There's not even really a hunger because in later seasons they divulge on that too. Like they don't have to eat people. They just want to. Yeah. Um, Which is another thing that makes them scary. So so these titans that you slowly learn about over the course of episodes, ones that show intelligence. There's something going on. There's something going on. And they start to pick up on that too. Yep. They're like, hey, what? What is different about that one that makes him or her that way? So that's so pretty much that's when it comes to the point where they kind of realized Aaron is not the only. They're called Titan Shifters. Aaron is not the only Titan Shifter amongst us, and they kind of re- come to the terms really that Aaron's not a threat to humanity, but this female one. She's doing a lot of bad shit. She's the one that's kind of getting control of the Titans, sending them certain places. She's trying to sabotage. She's manipulating them. She's manipulating she's, them, yes. She's really, well, the female Titan manipulates everybody. Yeah. Titans and people. Hyper-intelligent. God, do you yeah. even want to, do you want to get into that? Not really. Well, I think we should shit. save that for another episode. So, yes. So, basically... You have your abnormal titans, so Aaron, who will be effectively known as the Attack Titan. He's the Attack Titan. Um, you have the tall blonde female titan, who we'll get into. I think next episode, if Lakeem does not come on, we could continue this we conversation. Continue this conversation, yes. Because um, I do want to talk about that very briefly before we wrap this episode up, uh, Demon Slayer. Yeah. But back to Attack on Titan. God, um, if you've made it to the, if you've made it this far, we have ex- we have spoiled basically nothing. If you've never watched this show, yeah, I mean, we've like some real ba- this is real base level stuff. But honestly, if you're an anime fan and you have not, this is this is something I credit you for and yeah. thank you for a lot. Yeah, because you've shown you you were on me to watch Attack on Titan. Yeah, watch I Attack was, on and I, it it is an incredible story. Yeah, and I I couldn't. It was one of those things. It's like 
I liken it to a book you can't put down. Yep. That's how this show was for me. Um, I, I honestly, I, I was just so in heavily invested in the story. Yeah. It's also one of those things to, or one of those uh, shows where, again, you don't read a lot of manga, but I've read the entire series. Yes, and, and I have not, I have not spoiled a single nope. thing for this for you. And I really look forward to the second half of this last yeah, season. I am as far as the anime is. So I, re- I know where I am. There's been many times where I'm like, I really want to say just one little thing, but God, I feel, it, it'll just ruin it. So I'm really excited to see what you uh, think going forward. But I think uh, as far as the Attack on Titan talk goes, we'll leave it we'll off leave with. It. Um, like there's just uh, there's a, a female Titan who's su- suspected to be a Titan shifter amongst the ranks who she's starting to people are realizing that she's the actual well, problem specifically armin is like there's something going on here Ar- and that and that's and that's where you start to realize that armin is different from every single other person in the military in this show because he's he's putting pieces of the puzzle together that are that no that one else don't even is know yeah are there yeah but um yeah we'll leave it off with that as far as um attack on titan goes okay so yeah so Attack on Titan, watch it. Watch season one. We'll talk about the rest of season one next week, possibly. And we could honestly probably get all of two done just because it's 10 episodes. That's the thing with this first. The first season is 26 episodes, which There's for a lot. which for a anime season is a I'm, lengthy season. I am experiencing that right now with Demon Slayer. <laughs> Not that I don't love it. I do. Yeah. Okay. So actually, episode 100 of My Hero Academia 2. I want to briefly talk about that. It was a good episode, dude. It was a real good episode. I told you. It was a real good one. It it does a lot. It like it's a good um decompression episode after the whole class one A, one B um yeah. versus each other training that they just went through. I think that's what um, it, it's a good decompression for the audience and the and you know. I feel, our, our I, feel like they, I feel like they I feel they do a great job of that because they always do a great job at recapping a previous season when it comes to a new season, and they kind of give you a great decompression episode between the arcs of the season. Yes. So this episode, do you want to talk about the beginning of the episode? Because I'll because you can I, talk about it. Okay, so I'm going to jump right to the end of the episode. Okay, the second half, if you will. Okay. So we talked about this last week with my hero. Everybody in Class 1A has their provisional licenses except for two people. Bakugo, <laughs> Shoto Todoroki. Yep. They show a little bit of the training with King Orca, who is, I think it's so funny when he's like, yeah, I'm sick of seeing you people. Yeah. Let's get this over with. All Might is, I don't think All Might's driving the car, but he's with them, escorting them basically from mm-hmm. to and from. So they show the city, and there's a giant rush of water filling up like halfway up the buildings. Yep. Clearly, the work of a villain. There's three of them. I want to say there's more than that. On once you once you like um, it looks like th- there's like three in the front, but once yeah. you start to look at it, there's like I'd say five to seven, maybe something like that. Yeah. But they basically they're stealing people's like purses, and they're they're super. They're not high level villains. They're just stealing people's money and their yeah. wallets and, and stuff like that. They stop the car, 
and Shoto and Bakugo get out. They don't even put on their costumes, dude. They're in their like suits, like they're I'm going to class suits. Not not even I don't remember if I remember correctly. It's not even that. It's like their street clothes. Like it's Something literally like, like they just got they had just passed their provisional licensing, and what I thought it was like. They must have showered, throw on some fucking clothes to hop back in the 30 car. 30 minutes later. Yeah, 30, literally these 30. Two, yeah. These two, you know, arguably one and two in class 1A. I mean, yeah. there's a clear big three. In class A, which is Shoto, Deku, Bakugo. Yeah. You know, they're going to take over because, I mean, what do you call them? They got to be almost done with school at this point, right? Um, the current Getting big close. three. Yeah, oh, Mir- yeah, 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 Mirio and yeah. uh, Sun Eater and the other one. Yeah. I never remember her name. No, I don't either. But, uh, I mean, I, th- I think it's very clear, especially with the movie coming out this summer. Like, they make a big point that these are the top three. There's a huge drop-off after these three. Yeah. Just in potential that they've shown so far. Yep. So, basically, Bakugo and Shoto get out of the car. Shoto freezes all the water thus stopping these guys from moving. Bakugo effectively blows every, blows up some stuff. Yeah. And then I think it's awesome when Shoto takes what he, this is what I like about Shoto is he he gets beat up on something. He takes that and he learns from it. And he's like, well, this worked against me this way. I'm gonna use it in my favor this time. And he does that hot cold move at the same time and basically makes a huge shock wave and it knocks these guys out. Which offends Bakugo. Because it's like, hey, man, that's my, you're stealing my shit. Yeah. That's what you used against me. That's what we kind of did to each other in the, what do you call it? Or what uh, Deku and. Uh, Deku and Shoto. Shoto did in the sports festival. I thought Bakugo took it offensively because he didn't use that against him in the final. Well, yeah, he's always been butthurt about that. Though. Yeah. He wants to know that he's the best. In the class period. And he's, it's like a Vegeta thing when Vegeta got mad at Goku for not going Super Saiyan 3 mm-hmm. in the um, the Boo arc. All Boo, yeah. It's just like that. Like, hey, man, you had this the whole, the whole time? Yeah. First part of the episode is great, too, with All Might. Yeah. It was, I think, it, honestly, I think it was a, as far as episode 100s go, I think that was just a great episode because it kind of just rounded out how far – Bakugo and Shoto have really come. Yes, uh, yeah, I I think they need I think they needed a little kick in the ass too. Yeah, because they've been so powerful their whole lives, they've been so good at their quirks. Yeah, and for them to effectively fail at getting this license while everybody else passed the course, they've been training for months and months additional classes. That argue I mean they you make the argument that they shouldn't have been because they are effectively one and two in the class. Yeah. So you're saying the top two people, you know, are the only ones that did not get their licenses, and that pissed them both off. And I think they needed that. It's going to prop- – and that's part of the reason I think Kachan does so well in this past little arc. Yeah. It shows him this is not a single-player endeavor that you're going on. This is, you know, hero work takes for collaboration and – just because you're strong does not mean you're the best person yeah. for the job. Yeah. So you have to think critically about a lot of this stuff. And he re- it really showed in that uh, 1A versus 1B thing that he has come a long way as far as strategy and in keeping his fellow heroes safe when it comes to yeah. combat. You could say the same thing about Shoto. Yeah. 
That's the, the reason he failed the license course is because he was going back and forth with that wind guy from the other school. Yep. Who doesn't like his dad. <laughs> yeah. But no, that was, that was a good episode. episode it was a really was good, good episode. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, it was a good Oh, and then they come back and they had a surprise party planned for him with the kids from 1A and 1B yeah. hanging out together. Sugar Man made a cake for everybody. <laughs> and then Bakugo got pissed off about it. Yeah. Which, of course. And yeah. The, oh, and the, uh, this is a big a big part of it, too, which is a spoiler alert. Um, Monoma explained what a blank quirk is. So we see Aerie for the first time in a minute. Yeah. Because they keep going back to that first season when All Might's telling Deku... Oh yeah, if your body's not ready for all for one, you're literally your your arms and your legs are going to explode off your body. And then Deku was w- more worried about him copying his quirk yep. than anything else during that fight. So, but when he touched him, he copied it. Nothing happened. Thus, he calls it a blank. And then, like a blank in a gun, nothing happens. And then Deku was all confused about a blank, a blank. What's that mean? And then, and then the same thing happened with Airy though. So he yeah. can copy the aesthetic of Airy, but. Not going back, quirk. not the actual quirk where you rewind he, time. ages yeah. people. But no, that was a good Which episode. is interesting. You know, I mean, we haven't seen Aerie in a while. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, it is a good attempt to, uh, by Aizawa to be like, all right, maybe if he can copy it, he can kind of teach her how to use it. But then he's like, ah, shit, didn't work. Yeah. So great attempt, but Aerie still got a long way to go before yep. we know anything about her quirk, really. But uh, I feel like that's it for today. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is a super good show. <laughs> I told you. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. We could talk about when show. when Lakeem comes on. That's that was the, the, that was going to be the whole episode. For yeah. Today. So we'll probably push that till next week. Which hopefully. is which is fine. But um, I'm not quite done yet with season one either. Yeah, I want. Well, that's the thing. I kind of want you to finish season one, and if we could get you to the movie theater or somehow get it online. Yeah, I know. I was gonna. I was just about to mention that too. Get the movie for you because. It's arguably one of my favorite anime movies. Um, it's, another it, another future show for you. It's just a, it's just a solid movie. Um, one thing I will say about I don't want to get into it because we'll talk about it next week, but what a pretty show! What a pretty show! Just the colors and it. That's what it, it, that's it's a what nice change of me to it. It's a nice honest. change of pace. Yeah. From everything else we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've been watching a ton of MHA. Before that was Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Before that was DBS. It's a nice change of pace aesthetically. Yeah. It's it's very... Uh, it's a, it's the a, animation's just beautiful, really. Yes. Uh, and it, the art style is different, and it's very vibrant color-wise. Yep. Like the attacks and everything. The Super pretty, yeah. And that, I just keep, I, I keep going back to that. Like, oh, man, that was cool looking. Yeah. You know, it's not overly intense right now. I mean, besides the first episode where, um, you know. You see. Again. Fucking family gets eviscerated. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Although, but, the aesthetic for um, the the head demon. Uh, why why do uh, why'd oh, we, why'd we go I, Michael Jackson? He looks like Michael Jackson. He does. Don't worry. I'm not going to spoil anything. Just keep watching. Keep watching. He ate Michael Jackson, didn't he, dude? No. Rip. 
You're being ignorant. <laughs> All right, I think that's Jesus. enough. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, I think that's enough for this week, y'all. Uh, that's chapter two of uh, Anime Made Me Do It. Um, if you tuned in to listen, uh, thank you for sticking around. This thank long. you for this sticking around. This how one, long we go? This one. We're at 80 minutes. Hour and we 20. We keep climbing, dude. We keep climbing. And uh, we kind of bounced around a lot, but honestly, we had a half hour practically of news to start. There was a ton of news this yeah. week. Next week, it, I mean, it could be just as heavy uh, yeah. news-wise, but um, let us know if you like this uh, this format we're doing. With like, We cover a little bit of news first and before jumping we into, get into the main topic of the yeah. show. And again, we've been saying this for the past two chapters. This is the third one, technically chapter two, though. If you have any shows or manga that you recommend us to watch or read, send it our send way it and we'll check it out and we'll let you know what we think. I already I got one from a coworker. I got to tell you about it off the air and we're going to I'll check it out. Um it's from an older coworker. It's from the 80s actually. Uh, okay. I yeah. have it I have it written down on my phone somewhere. I got to find it, but no. Uh anything. Anything yeah. you guys let us know how you feel about the Lord of the Rings news, how you feel about Lord of the Rings in general. Yeah. Uh, if you're newer to anime, if you, I'm curious to see who, you know, who, I mean, 30% of people is a lot. Yeah. Demand of 30% is a ton. Let us know if you're new into this anime game. And maybe, maybe if you tell us what you like on Netflix, maybe we can recommend something that you haven't thought of to look at that we haven't even talked about on here yet. Absolutely. So um, we're open to any and all suggestions from you guys. Yeah. We're trying to build a community here. So, I mean, big time. So you know, comment on all this stuff. Let us know. Hit us up on our on our uh, our socials or Twitter. Our is Twitter active. Our, our our Twitter is a m m d i podcast. Our uh, our Insta is anime made me do it pod. All one word. Yep. And then the Facebook, Facebook is just anime made, made me do it. it. Which we can link to all this stuff. Try yeah. to make it easier for you guys to listen to. For we sure. are officially on Apple Music. We are on Audible. We are on Am- uh, Amazon Music, uh, Spotify. Every, every major thing that yes. has and if a there's podcast. another one you guys think of, let us know. If you if you have a different preferred podcast um, source, let us know that too, and we'll try and get on there. But yeah. Any uh, final words, Tyler? Not, not, not for me, man. All right. If you tuned in, thank you. I thank really you. appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe, Rich. leave a rating. Yep. Preferably five, Prefer- five stars. Five stars. Uh, if you All tuned right. in and you stayed this long, thank you again. Appreciate it. Tune in next week. We're either going to have a key to talk uh, Demon Slayer or we're just going to continue the Attack on Titan discussion. Or if more news comes up, we'll talk about that too. Yep. All right, folks. Thank you. Ain't nothing to it. Anime made me do it. Ain't nothing to it. Anime made me do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs>